You ready to do the podcast? You ready to do the podcast, ASDF? Sure. Uh, oh, crap. What was the subject today? Uh, wait. Wait. Uh, uh, damn. I guess. Did you remember? Because I, I guess I just forgore. Oh, you forgore? Man, I that forgore. sucks. Um, I think we're doing some of our favorite guilty pleasure superhero movies like bad ah, ones that we like. yeah yeah okay okay i see i see i'm sorry i'm sorry listeners i just i forgot hello ladies and gentlemen and anyone hello. in it in, in anyone in and outside of the gender spectrum this is ascf batman working with with a very special guest of mine the bc during I don't feel your like favorite I'm podcast, anymore. you are special. You're my favorite guest. You know, I'm, you're that I'm special. On, this is my fourth time. I, you know, I'm kind of. Just... No, the, the reason why you're special is because you've done it so many times. Like, like you. Oh. you, you that's why. That's why yeah. you're awesome. You're you are. I'm going to awesome keep person. holding that title for as long as I live. Good. As I was like, because I expect this podcast to like go into our professional careers. Just so you know. <laughs> Yep, get home from work. Oh God, he's contacting me again about the podcast. Uh, no, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'd love to do it. <laughs> well, we'll see how that sounds in a year. But yeah, welcome back to the ASCF Batman's Working Title Podcast with yours truly, ASCF Batman, and my favorite guest so far, the BC. How are you feeling, BC? How are you feeling? Terrible. Oh wait, are you talking like in general or to be on the podcast? Because either, either or, either or, either or. The man, podcast pretty good in general, not that way, but mm-hmm. you know. I got you. I got you. So, so BC, tell tell everyone what tell everyone what what your idea was for this episode. Oh well, because this um, was his idea. I guess. I mean, I was just kind of thinking like, so we've talked about great like truly great movies that we both really love and appreciate and then we talked about some movies that we just thought were fun even if they're not the most like artistic whatever and then um and then daredevil shill decides to pull out the daredevil 2003 card which i thought was a little (laughs) unfair to be quite honest with you um because ASDF and I had not talked about like a true guilty pleasure. I guess Happy Death Day is a little bit of a guilty pleasure, but it's, it's still definitely a really, one of those. Yeah. yeah. It's still a great movie, though. But like what we're talking about today are not great movies, but we still like them. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to break they down the list. Yeah, of God, God. The superhero variety. Yes. Um, we, I think we, we wanted to do five, but we just settled with four because honestly, there's not a ton of bad superhero movies that i actually enjoy because usually bad superhero movies just suck in general yeah um like i want like the four he proposed four of them i'm just like yes let's do all of those i have no problem with those i wanted to add fifth because five is such a nice clean it is a better number than round number but maybe we could just think of maybe you could just throw one out there and no like we don't have to agree on all of these you know like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's that's why I want that's why I want you on the show is that um that's why I want anyone on the show is so we can agree on stuff, we can disagree on stuff, anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I love that we have 
it doesn't even have, doesn't even have to be like a discourse or or it could be or we could be with the tide or whatever i love just talking about it just just hearing mm-hmm. hearing other people's thoughts about the stuff on this format this format is just so fun to me but um the reason also, why it's yeah. not daredevil shields pre-cut turnip when uh his he his, was, his um, his yeah. um his letterbox is um Daredevil Show, which by the way you should follow. It's actually pretty good. Also, and you, you should follow, follow the BC the underscore BC, and you should follow ASD of Batman. You should follow like everyone that we know. <laughs> that um, we know only, yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, the reason why I didn't add a fifth one, like even though I wanted to, I didn't add a fifth one because I did not feel as passionately as the rest of these films for like any other bad superhero films. Honestly, I mean, I there's like, that's I guess Ghost Rider has a little bit of entertainment value with Nick Cage, but honestly, that movie's pretty boring outside of the few kind of crazy moments. And there's and there's not a lot to talk about besides like three of these, because yeah. three of these could fill like a whole episode by themselves, and we're not going to talk about them at like that length, but we are going to yeah. talk about them way more than like one specific one. So anyway, I just saw what um pre-cut slash daredevil shill talked about and i listened to that episode and i said well i could totally do better than that so you did one i could do four yeah screw you basically yeah so um but yeah yeah, uh at this point it's kind of a war between the guest appearance of appearers the guests guests just the guests in general so you just guessed um so so uh without much fanfare because honestly there's not much we can talk about other than the film so let's start with the first film in our um that we want to talk about the punisher that was released in 2004 it is the only punisher movie i've seen i've seen the uh i've seen this one like three times i've seen warzone like twice i'm not i'm not like like i am i am fucking i am what is it viciously viciously mid on them because i'm because they're just fine they're fine that's it they're just fine hey it's better than awful yeah it's better than awful well yeah fine is not mid absolutely yeah i'll i'll say i'll say fine is a is a is a relative of good Yes. Yeah, it is just very, very slightly below good and slightly above mediocre. Yeah, and I think mediocre above all things is just worse. It's just the worst thing ever. Mediocre is the worst you can yes. be. So, so, so you can be bad and, and enjoyable, but mediocre, dude, that's that 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 that's a, that's a death sentence. Yeah, honestly, I hate some five out of ten movies more than some one out of ten movies, but mm-hmm. like, I still have to give them a decent rating just because they're not bad movies you know Uh all right so um the punisher released in 2004 directed by jonathan i hope i pronounce this right jonathan hensley 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 Hensley, um he he's directed four he directed three other films um ice road with, with liam neeson um kill the irishman with who is this Ray Stevenson and Vincent D'Onofrio and Val Kilmer and Christopher Walken, Linda Cardellini. Don't expect too much out of that cast because all of them have yeah, kind of turned in yes. some lame performances. 
recent like and welcome to the jungle and welcome to the jungle these are films besides the punisher these are films that you would find at the bargain bin at a walmart and while you can find some occasional gems there you can find some occasional gems Mm -hmm. the majority of them are just mediocre they're fine they're not fine they're mediocre i haven't seen the other films he's made but i'm going to just guess that this is the best one like looking at the posters looking at the posters and such yeah yeah i'd say so yeah so Um, i think i like this more than you do i would assume i have it at a seven out of ten I have it at I have it at three and a half out of five right now, but um, that's only because uh, I the same score. Yeah, um, I I have not seen this in a good bit. Um, I remember I remember watching it like it was like a month ago, like just out of curiosity. And you know the rating stays the same. It's 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 fine in my opinion, but don't make that think that it is like not good. Or anything like that. No, it's the action is actually pretty fun, if you ask me. Oh yeah, really definitely. Fun. Especially um as it gets more violent. Mm. Oh yes, yes, most definitely. And uh John Travolta in the <laughs> Punisher movie should be more entertaining than it was. The, it should yeah, be more entertaining. I'm oh my I, gosh. It's, it's so weird because of... like you know, I've seen Face Off and John Travolta and Nick Cage keep trying to like upstate each other and how crazy they can get so i'm like i'm i was so ready to have john travolta just ham it up on the screen but he was honestly way pretty subdued and that was disappointing yeah yeah Um, i agree but i think the surrounding movie pretty much makes up for it even 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 in 2003 he made he was in a film called swordfish i was so shocked like like even then he was he was playing it up. He was play- he was play- he was hamming it up a bit. And here he's just pl- there's a difference between playing it playing it straight and playing it safe. Playing it straight means no matter how outrageous the shit can get, you're playing it straight still, and that's what makes it so humorous. That's what makes you so memorable. Playing it safe as a as a basic villain, basic villain. That's just ugh, dang. It's it stings, it stings. But I can say this say this there's like if there's any comic book movie that that was a comic book movie or tries to be a comic book movie this this film takes the, the freaking cake i don't think it succeeds fully only because the action is freaking insane and the, the one-liners dude oh my god this is like the first film on the podcast where i had to point out the one-liners i need to i wrote a quote down from this movie that i loved but i'm kind of mad that i'm blanking on it right now so i'm gonna look it up but i'll say it at some point yeah um i was glad that this got that this got uh that this got pretty violent i was actually pretty glad yeah honestly i was kind of disappointed at first that it wasn't super violent because like the first big action scene there's some blood here and there but it's pretty tame i would say especially because it's the first action scene is basically the attack on his family right yeah That's yeah like the first big set piece and for as like big and bombastic and dramatic as that part is it, it could have gone a little further i thought um especially with like frank basically having to process all that in a matter of seconds and 
kind of take revenge, even though he hasn't had any time to really think about taking revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish that was a little bigger and bloodier than it was. It was still a good like action scene, um, but absolutely, yeah, I there see are what you mean. much yeah. there are much better sequences l- later on in the film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, I honestly don't have much more to say past that. Um, the story is just fine. I didn't really find it to be. That's only because as the Punisher as like a character for me, I don't really read much comics. I don't read many at all. But um, I hear that he's very, very um, conflicted and, and complicated as a character in the comics. Um, he's like that here. They bring they bring some of the um, have a, a f- avenging a family like that is that is definitely complicated for a character. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that, and that's a lot of things for them to go through. And that's what's in the Punisher goes to, on revenge. So seeing that as like a baseline for a character, yes, absolutely. It doesn't even have to be the baseline. It could literally you can spend a whole film on it, and it could be as enjoyable as as the Punisher learning that they they doesn't have to be the Punisher, you know, like one of those re- mm-hmm. like redemption arcs, you know, something different to do than than what the character is like defined by and such, you know, having all that nice character work. You can ha- you can you don't even need that here. You can just have some awesome awesome action set pieces, and you're basically set. And that's what this film does. That's some really good action set pieces. Some really good ones. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess that brings up like in superhero movies in general. I kind of wish would stop doing origins. Um, I guess mm. for the really really out there type characters, like I understand why they had to do like doctor strange as an origin movie yeah but certain superheroes are so easy to understand that i don't get why they keep doing origin movies for them to be honest um you really only have to explain their backstory in less than a minute of dialogue sometimes yet superhero films continue to just beat you over the head with the origin but um yeah, we, you were talking about one-liners in this movie, and the one I wrote down was, God's going to sit this one out. I think another character had said something about, like, God have mercy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly how that whole scene went, but yeah, Frank Castle turns to him and says, God's going to sit this one out. And it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's... <laughs> what was the context for that one again? Like, I don't remember what Zeno said, but I remember that line. That yeah. It was just oh, such a good line. I just can't remember the rest of the scene to be completely honest with you. I think it was probably like right before he like goes into like the final action thing. Mm. That's sort of this film in a nutshell. Some really cool stuff, and I barely remember the rest. I can like I can tell you how the film looked. I could not tell you how the film was written apart from the one-liners. I could not tell you anything else, honestly. I couldn't tell you um, anything else. You don't have to look for that in every film. You don't have to. Absolutely, you don't. You absolutely don't. But like, but like, it's not just that. Just um, I barely remember what happens in the film. I just barely remember what happens. It, it definitely like it reminds me of um, because like growing up and even now, um, I'll just find random action movies from like the seventies and eighties, mm-hmm. and you turn them on and they may not be the most like they're not like terminator levels of like memorable or mm-hmm. predator or whatever 
a mate or a commando. I'm only thinking of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies right now, but like you still have a really good time with them and they're so really fun, even if they don't quite have the staying power of some other movies. And that's kind of what the Punisher feels like. It, it feels like you dug up this old movie that you've never really heard of before, even though I've definitely heard of the Punisher because he's Marvel, but like, you dig up this random action movie from the 70s or 80s, probably late 70s, if it is from the 70s. I was like, the 70s were very, they were very, um, not subtle, but they were like, they were like more subtle in comparison to like what you're talking about. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like yeah, early 70s, mid 70s. Yeah. Definitely be after Dirty Harry, probably. Absolutely. Um, probably around yeah. the Death Wish era. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you definitely, you just, find this movie and it's not the greatest thing and it's not the most memorable but at the same time it's just fun enough to kind of stick in your brain and be just a fun time um and yeah that's kind of what the punisher feels like it feels like you kind of dug it up and just had a good time with it yeah absolutely i absolutely agree absolutely agree um what is it uh what was i thinking i was thinking something (laughs) I don't know. Oh, this is this is this is not the best topic to think to talk about when we're like so dead. Yeah, but we're gonna do it anyway. We're gonna do it anyway because it's for you guys, and I'm sure this is entertaining anyway. Like even though we're like half capacity right now, I'm very very sure this is entertaining anyway. Yeah, maybe it's kind of good to have a lower energy thing once in a while, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, um, Daredevil like Daredevil tuckered me out, and and (sighs) yeah, I couldn't imagine and, laughing and yelling for that long oh man and 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 um in our landon episode oh my gosh it took that took so much out that that, that was that was just almost 100 minutes it's yeah, almost 100 minutes yeah man like that took a lot of out of both of us that's a freaking movie there like a yeah, feature length film bro yeah but um but yeah to finish punisher, up on the punisher yeah punisher is weird because like I feel kind of weird giving it a seven out of 10 because like there's a lot that honestly just isn't super memorable about it, but like, I still really love just those, the, just the feel of it overall. I love and like the tone balances. You actually kind of care about Frank in this movie, not to Mm -hmm. say he's like the most deep or interesting character ever written, but you do actually care about him. And I think that's because of Thomas Jane, who actually adds a lot of charm to this character that otherwise I don't think would have been there. I think the physicality, um, like like from what I've seen from oh, comic like, like from comic panels that I've seen, Thomas was was a great cast. I, I am no, surprised Thomas is awesome. I'm I'm surprised not a lot of people talk about his casting. I am surprised. Cause cause Didn't I remember he do a short film a few years after this yes he did and he yeah, I, reprised I actually, his role yes uh let me find a hold up i have it right here i have it right here if we're doing multiverse stuff in the mcu i definitely want to see thomas Shane. it's called it's called the uh, it's called dirty laundry yeah okay cool i'll have to f- see if i can find that on youtube i probably can yeah yeah you probably can but yeah um to finish out my thoughts on punisher punisher is is a is a film that I feel the same way, BC. I feel the same way that um that um it's weird to give this a to give this a three and a half out of five. This is it feels very weird, but um I do agree. The vibes of the film are definitely they're very they're definitely like they're not just consistent. They're vibes that I just vibe with, 
and um uh, and um as a whole i do think like there is a place for this film and um and it's just to be an enjoyable action film a very enjoyable action film with some with some nuggets like thomas there's some there's a nugget right there of a really good performance like you mm-hmm. said, you care about him and everything. That 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 really does add to the film's experience. But um, it's like it's like me with a scout's guide, except I wouldn't show it to a friend. It's just that I just don't think it's as rewatchable, even mm-hmm. though I've even though I've seen it more than you. Yeah, but yeah, I like Thomas's performance. I like a lot of the action scenes. Like pretty much every action scene is either solid or really dang good. Um. I love especially the the Russian fight in the apartment that yes, was yes, like yes. honestly that it feels weird to say but that's honestly one of my favorite fights in a superhero movie ever. Oh, um, it's not weird at all. That's that's actually a really good take. I like that. That's it's that's such pretty cool. a good action scene and it goes on for a while but at the same time it just keeps this consistent pace where it's just like cuz a lot of action scenes especially in the more modern blockbuster type movies um they can kind of just feel like they're going on forever and it's just like mindless. Whereas this one actually, it goes on for a long time, but you have just, there's such weight and gravity to the situation while also managing to be kind of fun and goofy too. I don't know. It just blends fun with seriousness in a very interesting way that I thought was pretty compelling and it kept a good sense of pace about it. And I like the movie overall. Um, I like the supporting cast too. I thought they did a pretty decent job. John Travolta could have been more fun than he was, but overall, I, I do like this movie. Yeah, I think it's a very serviceable uh, comic book film, revenge film that um that has that has um that has a really good performance. Um, I'm just I, glad it got an R rating. Like I'm glad I'm here. Oh my gosh. Went for it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Same here. You have no I, idea how I guess it I am. could have been. A little more violent than it actually ended up being but that could have just been a budget thing or maybe there were more violent scenes that had to be cut i'm i can't tell you exactly because i don't know the history of this production but yeah either but yeah your score stays the same bc seven out of ten seven out of ten i mean it's probably more of a six out of ten movie but i'm just gonna stick with a seven because i i i like it and appreciate it and enjoy it so I think I might change mine to a six at some point. But... Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, in terms of actual quality, it's probably a six. But, you know, I'm just giving it an extra point because I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the um, that's the uh, film that we didn't have a lot to say. And now yeah, um, we had a now bit we're... to say. I mean, I mean, like in comparison to the other to the other things. Yeah, that true. About. Uh <laughs> Next, let's how talk gonna... about. I have no idea. Hold up. Uh, yeah, let's how talk are we about... going to decide this? Yeah, let's talk Fantastic Four. Let's talk Fantastic. Okay, that's like, a good. Like, that's, that's a good. That's good. Made only a year later, and also Marvel Comics, so that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Fantastic Four came out <laughs> in two thousand five. Two thousand five. Um, it's the it's the first um fan. It's not the first Fantastic Four live action. No, Fantastic yeah, the, that's right. That, yeah, the that the thing. Nights. Yeah. 94 yeah i love uh let me see i still have not seen that i need to hunt it 19... down on online or something yep 1994 yep i think and, it's on uh, youtube like for free it could be wrong about... though let me see yes you are yep you are right it's in yeah. a, it's in a review right here yep yeah it's um not 
officially distributed by anyone, I don't think. Um, Corman, his production house made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We, we're not talking about it because we haven't seen it. So just move on to 2005. When- this is fun. This is funny. The guy who made the. We, we already talked about this uh, uh, last recording, but. Uh, Tim Story. Tim Story. I, he has I an interesting career. About that. Yeah, I actually like some of his movies, to be honest. I like Barbershop. Barber, Which, barbershop kicks butt. Barbershop kicks butt. Did Absolutely. he do one or two or both? He only did one. Okay, yeah, one is the best one anyway. So, mm, I like the I like I like the last the third one. I like that one a lot. Uh, I, it didn't work for me to be honest with you. Like pain, suffering, Nicki Minaj anguish. and everything. It honestly was one of the best parts me. of the film. Screw you. Uh, <laughs> okay, the best part of the entire series though is Cedric the Entertainer. Like absolutely, like when that man dies, wonders. I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him. He does wonders for that series. Um, but yeah, um, he's let's go through his career, shall we? Before yeah. we get into the meat. Um, Fantastic Four, both films uh, with Rise Silver uh, Surfer. Rise Silver Surfer, yeah. Um, Tom and Jerry, Ride Along. The, yeah. Shaft, Ride Along 2. I did not know he directed that one. I did not know. Shaft that. with Samuel Jackson? Yep, all three shafts. And uh, let me tell you, you're not missing a lot. If you haven't seen it, you're not missing a lot. Um, Taxi, the um, the one with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah, and um, Queen Latifah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Barbershop, Think Like a Man. What now? Think Like a Man Two. Laugh at My Pain. Hurricane Season. Monopoly. Yo, they do. They finally doing the Monopoly movie. They're gonna build the Hasbro cinematic universe with. The movie you got Monopoly. Cent- yeah, the, sorry. The movie <laughs> centers on a boy. The movie centers on a boy from the game's modest, Bal- modest Baltic Avenue on a quest to make a fortune. Sounds awful, but you know, it'd be funnier it. if Monopoly was about the boy, not a boy, and you had Brahms, the little porcelain dude, yeah. running around trying to become rich. I hate I hate the boy so I like it I don't I, I don't it. mind it's it so stupid okay and when I, I say I, I like I hate, it and I hated the second one I did not like the second one I haven't seen the second one when I say I like Good. it I just mean like I think it's better than some people give it credit for but it's not good Dang. I think the twist makes that movie a lot more fun than it actually is like the third act is pretty crazy I, I tuned out essentially before the twist. And then when the twist happened, I was like, I tuned back in. And I was like, what did this film become? Yeah. But anyway. Um, so um, Tim Story. Fantastic Four. 2005. 106 minutes. This movie, like, like, if there, what did I, I say? Did I say 2004? I meant Fantastic Four. You did say 2004, I think. Why well, did we'll I say 2004? We'll, we'll find out when we record. When, we, when, we, when I record. When I, when I, when I, I review the, few, the footage. I don't know. I'll text you. Okay. Um, Fantastic like Four, 2005, 106 minutes. If you ask me, this film feels like two hours. Like There is I, a two-hour cut. There is an extended cut. Yeah. Um, that's right. They, they used to air it on FX. That's right. It was only released on DVD, not Blu-ray. So the Blu-ray is only the theatrical cut, which I think yeah. is stupid. Like, if you have an extended cut, why not put it on the Blu-ray release? Oh, she literally just unlocked a memory. 
I've yeah. never seen the extended cut, to be honest with you. I've only seen the theatrical because um, Disney Plus only has the theatrical cut as of now, um, I the, believe. The, the extended cut used to be on FX in, like, the early days of my childhood. I remember that so vividly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Was it... Do you remember it being making the film better or worse? Um, if I were to like, if I'll need to think, I'll, I'll need to think more on that. But um, if I were to think about it right now, at least put me on the spot, I'd say that it extends the film in not in not a good way. Like the only scenes I remember were the deleted scenes that were on like the, the disc. Like mm-hmm. they seem to have been added on there, or they were revised in some way. Hmm. And they and um, deleted scenes are deleted for a reason, if you ask me. But um, yeah, and and it's nice to see them. It's very nice to see them. But uh, but, yeah, but what I remember, problem. I remember it being better. I don't remember that. It's probably a movie that doesn't really need to be like extended. It's not like you can. There's not like you can uh, yeah. add anything that can make it like better. The reason you can why we were talking stuff about... to make it better, but you can't add stuff to make it better. <laughs> add stuff that's like that's like connected to it like uh yeah four times the action four times the adventure four times the fantastic i swear to god is that the tagline yeah it is the tagline i remember it vividly it used to be it used to be on one of the dvd cases uh, i've vividly. never heard that but it's hilarious to me now um yeah I'm not uh, laughing but it is funny i gave it a three out of five stars it is i gave it three yeah go sorry ahead. Go, go I gave it five out of ten, which is two and a half out of five stars, I guess. Yep. Um, the reason why I have it at a three is because nostalgia, essentially. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia. Oh, like, I have I, nostalgia I, for this too. I, I grew up with this movie. I grew up with it. I I remember vividly um just loving just loving all the action scenes and all the um all the superpowers and everything. I remember just really enjoying it and um mm-hmm. And then as I grew older, I started to like, started to like um, Doctor Doom a bit. And then, uh, then, uh, then I grew even more older. Like today, I'm just thinking to myself, this film is a horrible re- representation of one of the best comic um, sets of heroes that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But then again, the nostalgia hits so hard when I watched this again recently. It hits so hard. I couldn't believe it. Ugh. Watching this movie is full of decisions that don't make sense now, but if you take it in context of when it came out and who directed it and what was going on, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. And it, for its, it's time. It's it's essentially it's a very troubled production. It's a very troubled production. Like both yeah. films were. Both films. Because you had the Peyton Reed thing and you had Chris Columbus coming in to try to make one. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of unmade scripts. There's there's different drafts of the script, and it kept getting rewritten. I'm pretty sure, and it became this somehow. Um, I don't know. If, I guess it's in some ways a good thing, and in some ways a very bad thing. But it's definitely a movie mm-hmm. that I, I I enjoy it in the way that like I get what it was going for at the time, and it is kind of like a time capsule, and I do have nostalgia for it, so it's just like, and it does some things right, more than honestly you would expect, um, like, some things like, it does terribly, hot, but. Hot take, hot take incoming, 
I think Julian McMahon is a great choice for uh for Doctor Doom. I actually thought he was really good. I mean, he could have. I really liked him. I don't think he's like the perfect cast. Absolutely, yeah. But he did but, a but, good but, job. I thought he did a really good job. He did a good job. Um, the care. I mean, the character of Doctor Doom in this movie. I'm not saying in general, but in this movie, is definitely kind of weak. But um, I think the actor does a pretty decent job. Yeah. And I like the cast in this. Even even I like just the cast too. I do. I like, like the, and I, well, mainly the idea of the cast. You have the Shakespearean actor take on Reed Richards, and and I if you have, I don't think he makes the role sing per, per se, but yo, dude, what is that? What is that little? What is that? Um, uh, what do you mean? I hear a the entire time. It's possibly my ceiling fan. But I put it at low, so it shouldn't be. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm like when you're moving around and stuff, like. Oh, probably just my bed. Okay. Like well, no, no, no. Stuff. Sorry. No, nah, it's cool. It's cool. I just wanted to. Um, Jessica Alba as Sue Storm. She got the shaft so hard in these movies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Not to mention, not to mention, not to mention Tim's story and the production production crew were not, they were not nice to her. They were not good to her at all. Yeah, yeah. I haven't <laughs> like, really heard a lot of production information about this, but that sucks. I mean, you can definitely tell there's not much given to her on purpose. Yeah, that like that's what makes it really sad. Is because Jessica Alba is actually a really great actress. I think she's actually awesome. It's just that. Thing. she gets the shaft so many times and it's actually really frustrating i feel bad because the only movies i've seen jessica alba in are this and spy kids four so i can't say she's a great actress but i probably just need to watch something that she's actually good in yeah i i recommend that you watch uh, sin city knocked up um uh, wait no never mind. i've seen knocked up she's knocked up i didn't I don't remember her in that. She was talking about the one with the Catherine Heigl and Leslie Mann and Seth Rogen. Yes, sir. I don't remember Jessica Alba being that. To be honest with you, Leslie yeah. Mann was hilarious in that though. Mm-hmm. When she's like getting super upset, being like, "I like Spider Man." Yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I think we need to talk about her um, TV then. Dark Angel. She's great in Dark Angel. She's absolutely great in Dark Angel. That's a... Shrine. Is that like JJ or Joss Whedon? Or that's one Joss. Of those? That's, uh, that's Joss right yeah. there. That's, that's, that's a Joss thing. Um, but yeah, um, back to the cast. Chris Evans as, as, um, John, as, Johnny, as uh, Johnny Storm. I love him. Come on. He's so good. Come on. He was, he's, he's excellent. He was he's absolutely hilarious in this movie and like purposefully hilarious. Like his actual performance is good and funny. You're breaking in and out. Even though I guess a lot of, oh, sorry. Is, uh, hold on. We good? We good? Yeah, we should be good now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I guess nowadays his character is not the most like, he, he may be a little problematic nowadays, but you know, given the time and 
everything. Um, and I don't know, but I don't know if we can give the 2000s that credit. The 70s, sure, but I'm not giving the 2000s that credit. Uh, yeah, you're right, but I'm, like, I'm, the 70s like, still does a good job. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll uh, say that it's, much. And it's not, it's not just that he's a... I don't think he's like... I don't think he's like top 10, like most well-written characters, but man, is he really, he rocks this role. And um, another person who rocks their role hard is Michael Chiklis. Chiklis, okay. I've always said Chiklis. He's awesome. He's definitely like, like if there was any like MVP in the cast, it's him. Oh, the thing is the best character. And I'm glad they focus on him so much because. um, Same here. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's, um, one, that's one thing the film did right. That's that's one thing that the film did right. And like yeah, I said, so I do like. Like I said, if there's I do any like reason to watch this movie, it's the cast. Even if the characters themselves are not the deepest or most well written and or whatever, but the cast is a good cast. And given a stronger script, I think they really could have been exactly. iconic as these roles. Um, but sadly, they're just held back by the rest of the film. Yeah, sadly. Um, another thing, um, I really, I really liked how the film really felt. It didn't feel futuristic. It didn't feel really futuristic, but like you see, like like in the hospital and everything, that is not like a lot of hospitals, you know, and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. It's those kind of subtle touches that make it look so realized in our world. Yet there's so many different things that look like it's from the future i love i love that little touch it's, it's like one of those it's one of those tiny little touches that i love even even yeah. the bird like like i remember eating i remember like um there's there's a burger king ad used in this film for a pretty good joke it's a, i like the joke i like it but um there's a burger king ad and um i remember vividly eating burger king while watching both films because burger king mm. was like was like a sponsor or something like that and they just they use toys for them and such I remember, visit, yeah, I remember okay. and that, those were some good times. Those were some darn good times. I can tell that. My food experience with Fantastic Four is less about the 2005 one and more with the 2015 one, which really? I hold a wholeheartedly stand by that the 2015 one is way worse than the yeah both of the ones made in the 2000s. Um, That's a, is that a hot take or something? I don't know. I, I oh, feel like God. some people really do hate the first two Fantastic Four movies in the 2000s, um, but 2015 Dang. is way worse than both of them. Same here. Um, I, think, I think it's worse. Yeah, I think it's worse. But Denny's, and I have only eaten at Denny's maybe twice in my life, and this was one time that I ate at Denny's, and they had a promotion with Fantastic Four t- 2015 or Fant Four Stick. Fant Four Stick, that's what I call it. I call it Fant Four Stick. They had so the funny, thing... They had the Thing Burger, and I'm going to look it up just to tell you what was on it, um, but it was maybe... It sounds awful. It, it definitely clogged my arteries that day, that's for sure. It clobbered like, your expectations. It clobbered my stomach. Um, clob, clob, clob. The Thing Burger is part of Denny's Slam-tastic tie-in. Slam-tastic. With the upcoming Fantastic Four movie, it includes, um, oh, well, hold on. It doesn't say what's in it. Okay, the new items include a Thing Burger, which, okay, a cheese bagel bun, hash browns, eggs, and bacon alongside, you know, your standard meat and cheese for the burger. But, yeah, 
and a seat like a special sauce too it was actually not that bad of a burger but it definitely destroyed my insides that sounds genuinely horrifying i it, it sounds legit just scary to eat it's i don't know i was it's like it's like fair food it's like freaking fair food i i yeah, have, you, have you heard half the crap that they make at the fair though when it's fair week have you heard oh, half I've, the crap they make? i've been to the fair i've eaten stuff that no man should ever eat there, there was this one waffle burger like like it had two waffle buns um um a burger some eggs bacon eggs again cheese ketchup mayonnaise mustard <laughs> open and you can have it with syrup dude I but no hash like... brown, so it's not as good as the thing burger. It might have had a hash brown, and I just forgot. Oh, okay. it might have been. I don't know. But man, that sounds that like eating that sounds genuinely scary. <laughs> it was a bad idea to get it because um, we were in the city, so we were like two hours away from home, and we had because we were going to an amusement park for that entire day. Where I was going to be riding rides, I that was on you. I don't that rem- was on you. <laughs> I think I probably threw up sometime that day just from eating that and then spending five hours at an amusement park and then driving two hours back home. That sounds uh, awful. I, I had to have been sick by the time I got home or during one of the rides. Like I can't. It's I was young, you know, it was six mm. years ago, but um, yeah, yeah that yeah, was. Yeah interesting but yeah 2005 movie is good but i do appreciate it in certain ways as a kind of a different comic movie if i ever get tired of your mcus and x-men's and dceus it's kind of fun to go back to these as just like kind of nostalgia trips and guilty pleasures and they're not great but you know they're kind of fun absolutely absolutely wholeheartedly agree it's it's a film based on nostalgia for me and i genuinely do think that with the the these are the right pieces it, all we needed was like the right person to set all these pieces together and like some it of the right wasn't pieces, tim. yeah it wasn't tim. it wasn't, it wasn't tim's story that's for sure it wasn't the writer of the film who i do not remember off the top of my head right now i will not look for him because i am too lazy right now okay. um also, you're, I also think you're going Chris in Columbus could have made a decent Fantastic Four. Same here. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't talked. He wasn't talked to direct one. And I think that would have been a good choice because it may not have been the most because Chris Columbus, he's a director that's he's, you know, he's not going to change the landscape with anything he does, but he always makes really solid or usually makes pretty solid stuff. Um, like if. Fantastic Four had the same vibe as Harry Potter, but for a slightly older audience, um, mm-hmm. I think that would have worked pretty well. Then that nice wonder, that nice wonder that he brought. To yeah, the first. a bit of wonder, a little bit of action, and, and, the, and the dark and the darkness with with Doctor Doom, because we know that Chris yeah. Columbus can be dark. We know he can be. Oh, like, definitely. Yeah. yeah, like like yeah, I definitely do see him as like a really good choice. But um, and he, I would yeah. have loved to have seen that come into fruition. He actually get to make that with a hopefully a solid script. Yeah, uh, I was I was about, I was about to say uh, saying he can write scripts absolutely. It's just that um, oh, the he's majority, written the majority, quite a lot. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's well, just like the the majority of the majority of his films that he's directed and like had like a creative control and he had mm-hmm. someone else write it for him, which is not bad at all. Absolutely not. It's just that it's just that I just think he doesn't. I just think he prefers other people to write it and he just directs. Yeah. Um. Was Peyton? So I know Peyton Reed had an idea for it. Was he yeah. also in talks with director, or only just to send the draft in? Send the draft in. Send the draft in. Okay. So he wasn't in talks to direct at all. Yeah, by what I remember, I could be completely wrong. Um, yeah, but yeah, I know uh, I've read about unmade versions of this. I just can't remember every single detail. But I know Peyton Reed had an idea for this at some point that was set in the '60s. Mm. That I honestly think could oh, that'd still be, be awesome. done today that'd in the awesome. MCU. And I'm kind of disappointed that they gave the new Fantastic Four movie. The director is going to be John Watts, which I definitely don't think is a bad choice. But given Peyton Reed's history with the Fantastic Four, I kind of wish they let him direct it instead of the Spider-Man director. Uh-huh. Um, um, but, you know, the yeah. re- anyone I say, anyone I, I um, give this opinion to saying that Peyton Reed should direct Fantastic Four, nobody wants to agree with me. I, th- I we, we just don't know what his thing entailed. We just don't know what he what he would he he has not gotten to specifics specifics at this recording, and um, don't think he ever will. Honestly, I don't think he will because of John Watts. Just um, hearing Fantastic Four in the '60s is enough to get me kind of excited, I, though. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Um, but yeah, final thoughts on the film. Uh, BC, you go first. Oh, I like it in the way that I don't think it's good but you know it's it's um definitely a movie that i can watch and just just feel nostalgic about um it it's it's just an odd movie i think it tries to play more as a comedy than a straight up action movie um which sometimes works in its favor and other times doesn't um the cast is really good for the the cast is good the characters are not but the cast is good and it is good that they spent more time on the thing which i think was the most interesting character and michael took listed a good job so and i i actually don't mind the way he looks um because it's all practical which i think is pretty cool and it allows him to have a pretty good facial performance um while still looking like the thing. I thought it was good. Um, I guess it could have been a little more realistic in terms of like the rocks and stuff, but I still thought it was cool. And uh, yeah, it's, um, if you're watching it now, like if you've never seen it before and you watch it now, you're not going to understand why we like it. But if you grew up with it, then yeah, you'll have nostalgia for it. I mean, you'll have nostalgia for the worst things. So um absolutely this is, a, this is honestly a movie that i kind of appreciate and it also um it kind of plays almost like there's a lot of sitcom tropes in here which is interesting yeah. um like you have the family dynamic where like you have the dad and the mom and the two brothers kind of um mm-hmm. and they kind of play pranks on each other i don't know it's fun i kind of think they could harness that in the new one but make it a little less juvenile and annoying um but they could kind of keep that like dynamic of like the roles in the family kind of similar and i think that'd be interesting absolutely i absolutely agree to echo everything he just said 
Fantastic Four is definitely a film that is full of missed opportunities with a pretty darn good cast on paper, uh, just not given good paper to work with. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I definitely do think with the right director, right, and correct writer and correct producers, because my God, the producer list is huge. Is Avi uh, Rod part of it? Yes, he is. Wait. Oh, yes, God. he is. Yeah. Um, hey, I liked sure him. He did, he did the Raimi trilogy. Around. Yeah, he did the Raimi trilogy. He did, yeah. Although he did um, Ghost in the Shell, and I'm not forgiving him for that. Um, he did Bratz. The best movie. Of all time. <laughs> Expect a <laughs> podcast episode it. on that one. No, anyway. I've never seen it. Um, but anyway, Fantastic Four is definitely a missed opportunity. Is a, is a film that is legit just a missed opportunity. Um, good cast, good ideas. I like, like he said, the sitcom thing absolutely i absolutely think that, that that with some tweaking it could be a genuinely great film or series i'd love to see i'd love to see if that's a, that would be that's a, a fun series. series that'd be a fun like and not just like a sitcom like like put like put like put like um a canned canned laughter and something no nah, like not at all like just as just as a show that'd be yeah. that'd be really fun that'd be really... sorry lucy's barking um... uh, Lu- Lu- lucy is welcome um yeah, that's our thoughts on Fantastic Four. I believe that you're still sticking around to two and a half. I mean, um, uh, five out of ten. Five or six, you know, it's somewhere in there. Um, mm-hmm. It's not good I'm, at all, but I do like it. I guess. Yeah, kind I'm of. A, kind of. I'm at a. I'm at a three out of five, and uh, the next film is Batman Forever. Now oh, this yes. is one. Now this is one. This I is one that I genu- genuinely kind of. Kind of love. I, I don't want to full out say I love it, but I really, really enjoy it. I love it. I have I had it at four out of five. I love this movie. I love it. I have it at seven out of ten, so three and a half out of five. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I'd put it above the Punisher though, even though they have the same rating. But like in terms of like which one I'd rather just watch over and over, it's definitely Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Batman Forever is like one of the most rewatchable films I've ever seen, and I'm sure a I've- lot of I'm very sure I just spoke sacrilege. This movie is way better than the 1989 Batman. I don't care. It's better than the 1989. That is a hot take. That is a hot take. I don't agree with that. Returns is the best 90s Batman movie, or like that era of those four Batman movies. Batman Returns is at the top, then Forever right below it, and then 89, and then Batman and Robin is the worst. That's a lot of pain for uh, for Batman, though. That's that's a lot of pain. Um, hold on, let me see this. Uh, Jim Carrey so, is the best thing to ever walk this earth, and he does such a good job in this movie. I love the story that Jim shared about about seeing Tommy Lee Jones outside of outside of work. It was uh, like before it was before they started production, and um, and then he walks up. They're at a restaurant, and um, and um. Jim sees sees Tommy Lee Jones, and then he says, as you can see from that far away, his face turned completely white. His the blood drained from his body. <laughs> they walk up, then they give then they get like an awkward hug, and then and then um Jim carries. And then, I mean um Tommy Tommy Lee Jones says, "I cannot." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't heard this. Continue. I want to really. Hear the rest of this. You have not heard of this. Um, he cannot what. I can- I cannot sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> it is 
that's such a time. I don't know why, but I I can just imagine Tommy Lee Jones saying buffoonery. In and, all here's, and, 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 and here's the thing Tommy Lee Jones is constantly trying to upstage Jim Carrey or even match him in, in the this, movie and it's genuinely funny it's, it's so, so funny, funny because you're watching when you get genuinely great performances they bounce off of each other these are polar opposites trying to be the same thing it's and it's so, so god dang funny it is so funny because like yeah, you're right. They're constantly at war with each other, trying to be the zaniest and weirdest and craziest that they can. And Jim Carrey totally wins because he's Jim Carrey. Um, yeah, absolutely. But it is funny to see Tommy Lee Jones try to act almost like Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. um, or at least like a '60s like kind of crazy, you know, character. Um, something you could find on like the adam west show and um yeah yeah go ahead sorry also also, uh, this is probably the gayest movie i've ever seen in my entire life oh god yeah this Uh, is one of the gayest films i've ever seen yeah every movie joel schumacher makes is pretty gay i mean have you seen the lost boys with the that's that's probably his gayest film the leather the the shirtless dude playing the saxophone with the ponytail and the leather I think, pants I, I, I thank joel schumacher for that image for that moving image i think oh oh lost boys is one of the greatest queer films of all time in my opinion absolutely um, it's so good even phantom of the opera a film about a about a hetero couple at, at in the middle of the, of, of the center of the film is probably one of the gay it has some of the gayest production design i've ever seen in my entire life and that's uh, and that's not even putting in the nipples because man loves nipples yeah, he does. Uh, I haven't seen Phantom of the Opera, but yeah, I kind of I get what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, um, Joel Schumacher, I genuinely think he gets too much shit for this movie. I think and he, he did try to make a good movie. It was cut down, though. A lot of scenes were cut out. Um, there's I know. a like, isn't, isn't that there crazy? supposed to be like a three-hour director's yes. cut or something? Yeah. There's there's yeah. a multi-hour cut. Yep. Yeah, um, I would love to see it. I don't know. Here's the thing, though, if we get that and it actually does like go into the darkness of Bruce Wayne, how is that tone, that darker tone going to work with the rest of it? Yeah, unless unless the rest of it is also different than what we actually got. I don't know. That's, that's That's my question. Do we have an entirely different cut? That's my question. Do we have like an entirely different thing? And, yeah, that, and, that, have... and that Schumacher's actually really, he actually really, really, really gets it, you know? Man, yeah, but awesome. we can all agree that Batman and Robin, like he even admitted it in an interview that he was, with Batman Forever, he said he tried. With Batman and Robin, he said it was basically just to sell McDonald's toys and mm-hmm. they only asked me back because I turned in a film to them on time and it was successful so i just came back and got my paycheck like he was pretty upfront about just being like batman and robin was a travesty but i don't really care (laughs) whereas i think he did seem upset about batman forever turning out the way it did like he actually did try on that i think and um joel schumacher he's probably one of the nicest people that was in hollywood like he took every he took everything we said about batman like his his such on like everything from the spectrum that you think both films are good all the way to um you think you think it's a trap to both our travesties he took mm-hmm. all that with a freaking smile he took it he mm-hmm. took that and i i'm 
Not to mention Joel Schumacher's made a lot of great films. He's made a lot. I mean, the the only one that really comes to mind is Lost Boys is like a film I truly consider to be great. I'm not honestly super familiar with his filmography outside of Batman and Lost Boys. I really like a did he do um did he do Flatliners? Yes, he did. He did do the original. I like Flatliners. That's a cool movie. The original. I thought it was fine. Um, what was it? Uh, but yeah, uh, back to the point at hand. Uh, Batman Forever. I definitely do think it's really good. Like really, really good. It's like, fun. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, and some of those films I actually call unironically good because I think this is just the fact that no one really liked the camp back then. No one really liked. No one really liked that they were going back to to Adam West kind of camp. It, while we had um uh, while we had Burton's Burton's um. Mm-hmm. Um, darker take which a lot which of was also really campy in a lot of ways it was have you seen half the gadgets batman uses in both films that yeah was, like it's goofy it's goofy people like, are trying to talk about how like only forever and batman and robin were trying to like sell mcdonald's toys whereas that's a complete lie because both burton films also did <laughs> pretty much um yeah it's just that burton's film's were able to go darker and that's why people remember them as darker but they still have a ton of camp too absolutely um absolutely uh to move things right along so that we just don't circle around my final yeah, thoughts are that's nah, cool it's cool we're, we're both circling uh my final thoughts are uh, man versus batman forever is definitely a film that i think is genuinely awesome um it is definitely a film that i enjoy I rewatch it a lot. I actually did a notes section on it on my letterbox, which explains essentially all my feelings on the film, which, and it's very long. The notes section is just when I watch a film, pause it, take a note, like whatever mm-hmm. thoughts in my head, and then unpause and keep going until, so the film is I finished. should do that. I've it's never, fun. It's fun. I've never done it, which is yeah. weird considering how to... long I've been watching and analyzing movies. I've never paused to take notes, but it's, I should. It's, it's fun to do with films that you are conflicted on. That's why I do. I only mm. do on films I'm conflicted on. And um, uh, Batman Forever is definitely one of those films that has a lot. That's There's a lot there. And it's definitely, it's one of my favorites. It's probably one of my favorite, um, it's one of my favorite note sections I've ever done. It's on my letterbox, at ASDF Batman. Anyway, uh, what's, your, what's, what's, your, what's, your, uh, what's your final score, BC? Seven. Um, I like it a lot. Um, or maybe seven and a half. Um, mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed it, both when I was a kid and when I've gotten older. I think it's just always kind of stuck there. It's like a good alternative to the rest of the superhero movie landscape. It's kind of, it feels odd, but at the same time, it feels comforting too and kind of different. And um, it's cool. And I think Val Kilmer does a really good job as Batman, even though a lot of his scenes like the darker scenes with his past and stuff are there's one or two that are available but most of them are still kind of locked away somewhere so we won't truly get to see how good his performance is but I do think he still does a really good job with what's in the movie and I think Chris O'Donnell is a decent Robin not amazing but good and um Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones trying to upstage each other the whole movie is hilarious. Well, Jim Carrey is not trying to upstage Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones is trying to upstage Jim Carrey, which is honestly funnier. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a funny, weird, wacky, 
kind of awesome movie. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And now the last film. The last film that we are going to talk about today. It is Kino. It is probably the best film ever made. Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I want to say this is my favorite out of the ones we talked about, but it's not. My favorite's uh, uh, Batman Forever. My, my, my yeah, I'd put Batman Forever over this any day. But um, Spider-Man 3 is definitely a, a meme amongst our friend group, our movie friend group. and um, Best friend group, yeah. It's um, a movie that, honestly, if I speak poorly about it, then I'm going to be yelled at for heresy and blasphemy. Basically, Soda Pop Red is going to turn into General Zod from Man of Steel, where he's like, heresy! I will find find him! (laughs) I will find him! Heresy! Yeah, but... um, Yeah, I'm going to get killed for saying anything negative about this movie. I, I do like it though. I've always enjoyed this. Same here. Like like it's always it's a childhood favorite. It's always been like it's always been there for me. Um I have a note section on this one too. Um nice. my my rating is two out of five. I definitely stand by it. It is definitely not the it is definitely not a good film, but I cannot help but enjoy it so much, especially when it has so many good elements in it. What do you think? I have it at a higher score. I'm honestly surprised that you gave it a two two out of five when you gave Fantastic Four a three out of five, even though I think Spider-Man 3 is a much more fun and unique movie than Fantastic Four is. But um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's just that um it's just that um I like that one way more when I actually like rate it. But but Spider-Man 3, there's just so much that is just so messed up. In, in, in final execution that I legit like it legit kind of hurts how much got how much was hurt and how much was like yeah how much was like not executed well yeah it, it actually really hurts I mean that's why but 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 then again I would hold this over fantastic four any day because I'd rewatch it any day I I'd, I'd probably laugh at it any day <laughs> laugh with mm-hmm. it any day you know enjoy it I enjoy it way more than fantastic than fantastic four absolutely but yeah, yeah I mean go. Spider-Man 3 is one of those special cases where it's like you have a great director and he is putting his all into it but it's just the script that holds everything back and studio interference was like the killer the studio player. interference and the script it was like the killer it's like it's a genuinely saddening uh, like when you hear about the stories it's genuinely saddening but it still feels like a Sam Raimi movie through and through absolutely, in terms of absolutely the visuals and just although i think he i don't know if it's his fault or the studio's fault or whatever it does rely a bit too much on cgi mm-hmm. for its visual look which was disappointing because the first two still kind of felt like films whereas this one feels a bit more like a product Spider-Man 2 has my favorite, has some of my favorite prosthetics and or uh, puppetry used in a, in a, in a live-action film. Anyway, the claws, yeah, I cannot if, um, believe how much of it was real. I can't believe it. And like some Doc Ock had been saved for Spider-Man 3 in 2007, he definitely would have been CGI'd. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Venom being mostly um, CGI, except for I thought like, Venom CGI looked great in this. No, no, no. I'm not I'm... saying it looks bad. I'm just saying that um, that um, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good shots where there's Topher Grace in the suit, and it looks phenomenal. It's just uh, that there's yeah. some CGI to touch it up. There's just some CGI just to touch it up. I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to give a hot take. I kind of like Venom. Not that his role in the story is good because he totally screws everything up that was making the story interesting just by being in it. Um, But I do think just the way he looked and how they kind of made him skinnier, I thought was cool. I mean, it's... And especially when he separated from Eddie he has a really freaky look mm-hmm. um, when it's like they kind of lock it in the Peter puts down the poles and starts hitting them. And then Venom's kind of like separating and he's like, he still has the face, but it's no longer attached to Eddie. I don't know. I, I like that. No, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I, I do. Re- I do like that. Yeah, I agree um, to a certain extent. Um I don't, know I don't think is... Venom in the movie is good per se, but I do like the design. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the better parts of the film. I love, like, if there was, like, one good thing from all the Raimi trilogy that I can say honestly has gone through every film, it is the score, even though Danny Elfman did not come back for the third movie. Christopher and, something. And, Chris, and Christopher Young used, Young, all, yeah. of, used all of Danny Elfman's... Um, his his themes yeah. and and mm-hmm. even and even like his um his situational music that he that Danny Elfman would just plop on a scene he'd use that he'd reuse that in his film. The only really big thing that I found really special was the black suit theme. I genuinely love that theme. I love that theme. Mm. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, great score. Um, I am a little disappointed because the first two movies had opening credits which you don't see a lot anymore you don't see opening credits a ton anymore so the first two spider-man movies video on it oh i i don't think i've seen that but um you're talking about but um yeah the first two have these awesome opening credit sequences with like illustrations um the first one was kind of like um teases of what was to come and Whereas the second one kind of told the story of the first one through the illustrations. Mm-hmm. And this one tells the story of the first two movies, kind of like how two told the story of one, but instead of using illustrations, it was just like Re- still reused photos. Footage. Yeah, it was reused footage. Yeah, I know Which, what you're talking about. Why couldn't they have just put in that little extra time and effort and money to make them illustrate it? Or I don't know if they had this in 2007, but they could have just put like the comic book filter over their cases i don't know maybe yeah maybe i don't know it's just kind of yeah. odd it kind of just shows that they weren't just quite as passionate about this one yeah. you know or um uh oh, what else was there i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna have a hot take right here i don't think james franco was that great in these films and the only time when he's really good is is the third one when he's new goblin i hmm. actually and he, and here's the thing He's not even that good as New Goblin, if you ask me. Mainly just because it's so rushed, even though it's been building up for two movies. Even though it's been building, it feels so rushed. But that's only because, you know, they wanted New Goblin like really quick early in the movie. And then um, his little redemption art, that's why why I think he feels so rushed. 
I actually like don't mind him appearing so early. Um, I actually like that opening. Like that that fight scene does does rule though. That that scene it's pretty rule. cool, and it actually like Spider Man freaking like braces back in it. I mean, it kind of turns funny quickly when he says "my back, my back," but like still, it's kind of an intense moment, and it kind of comes out of nowhere, and it's honestly like holy it's, crap, we're just... like getting into it. Like it's pretty a uh, pretty effective way to pretty much open the movie i mean not open per se but it's like the first 15 minutes of the movie or 20 is, yeah 20 or so yeah, yeah it's, I know what it's pretty early on and i think that works it's just everything that kind of happens after is what um kind of makes it a little there's there better not be lucy no <laughs> there is a an ant that I had to destroy. Um, I don't really have any further um, things. You basically hit everything on the head for me. Um, if you want to read, I do have more feelings, but um, but uh, if you want to hear more about those, read. if you if you want to hear about those, you BC or or you listener, I definitely recommend that mm-hmm. you that you read my uh, my notes section on it. It's my it was my favorite. Sure. It was my first ever notes section. And um, uh, and it basically, it's, it's as thorough as I made as I could have ever made it. And no, and BC, you knowing me, you know I like to make things thorough. So yeah. So uh, um, final, so final thoughts for me. Uh, Spider-Man Three is definitely a uh, it's a mixed bag, much like the rest of these films. The definite mixed bag. It's probably the most mixed bag out of all of them. Has some really good stuff and some uh, really not so good stuff um that's why i have it i still have it at two out of five i know that seems extremely low even though my nostalgia and love for this movie will never die i will always i definitely just think it just fails as a film honestly as a continuation and a finale well finale it was forced to be finale because spider-man 4 was not made um but um but yeah, um, I did find this one to be very disappointing on my notes section and um, even rewatching it like every month or so. I still find it to be like, dang, this could have really rolled. And it's just one of it's one of my it's one of my uh, one, of the, one of the films I reflect on being like something that could have been like so great. And it just wasn't. Yeah, it's one of those movies where I'm like, I think if I had seen it when it came out, because I was only like. I was basically a toddler when these movies were coming out. So I watched them a little later in life um, after they had all come out. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think if I was watching them at the time and getting invested in them and then this came out and I was excited for it, uh, I think I would have been extremely disappointed. But since I grew up a little after it and I just watched these all together without having to have the weight and the excitement for waiting between each film you know i i think um just i don't know i think um watching them all together at the same time without having that excitement um really worked (laughs) for this film Mm -hmm. um i definitely would have been like i probably would have hated it if i had seen it when it came out but since i watched it later i had really no reason to uh hate it honestly um i was very I, um yeah yeah go ahead sorry go go, go ahead. i don't know i've always found it to be really fun if um pretty dumb and 
it's uh yeah you're right it's such a mixed bag and there's so many things that i kind of love about it and so many things that i kind of hate about it and um sam raimi's direction is still really solid mm-hmm. even though there is a bit too much cgi but that's you know that's not really his fault i don't think um too many things going on um but those things do lead to some pretty interesting and kind of funny and fun moments um yeah it's definitely yeah it's a mixed bag it's um one that i love to kind of meme on and love to joke about and even sometimes kind of love to watch just because of how weird it gets in certain areas but at the same time the first two are way better in every single way and uh it is a missed opportunity in a lot of ways but it's uh it's still fun i still like it um i'd probably give it like a six Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. So that was just a taste of of this subject. We know that the subject has a lot more. That was what? That was four. Yeah. You totally froze. Hold up. Hello. You froze. Are you dead? I'm gonna screenshot this. This is kind of funny. Uh, I guess I'll text him on Discord. Hold up. I'm here. Oh. There you go. Hi. This is what you were frozen on, buddy. I gotta see this. Hold on. I gotta see this. You're just like... <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, but yeah, um, to finish up, uh, there's a lot more in the in this subject. Uh, maybe we can do another one if we feel like it, honestly. Or have another guest bring it, uh, talk about some of their... Because, like, you yeah. know, Krika has Daredevil. Um, yeah. We pre-cuts next episode is um is um Electrica. Can't wait to talk about that one. Electra, yeah. Oh yeah, Electra, my bad. Electrica, my bad. <laughs> Honestly, um, Electrica sounds like a cooler movie. Like yeah, um, yeah. Uh to finish out, um, to recap, uh The Punisher, we both thought it was pretty, pretty good as a fun film. throwback. At, at, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. It's definitely, it emulated a lot of films before it. And um, while it doesn't really rock completely as a film and it does get a bit of a, it does, it does get bagged on because of the TV series that came after it. Um, we still enjoyed it. Uh, next one. I still think we, there's a place and a purpose for it. Yeah. And the one after that was fantastic Four. we both realized that there were a lot, a lot, a lot of things going against it, but we still enjoyed it mainly because nostalgia's sake and that there's, a, and the there's actually a lot yeah there's a lot of really good things in it too there's a lot of good things and um then we did batman forever one that we both unironically love i think i think so i think halfway unironically and halfway ironically like it's it's like there are parts that i genuinely love and then some parts that i only love because of how just weird and stupid they are yeah yeah uh, that's a film that we like uh, one one that we both think that gets bagged on a bit much and um spider-man 3 the one that we want to talk about the most i'm very sure it isn't <laughs> i'm very sure like fantastic four or uh yeah fantastic i think we, talked, we about talked about the most fantastic four the most i think yeah but um but to finish it all off we all we we enjoyed these films watching them and we enjoyed we enjoyed talking about them i think i think mm-hmm. yeah and, sorry um, we seem low energy this is probably not yeah. the this <sighs> Yeah. It's not the most riveting we've been. But hey, but hey um, you always, you always got to slow down. You always got to slow down. Always. I'm 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 kind of glad we decided to both 
I'm glad we both came in sounding tired as frick and just kind of like being like, you just want to keep this chill today and just talk about some bad comic book movies. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like we 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 want the show to be chill overall, but I realize that I get very spirited and then you guys feed off my energy and then the whole thing goes off as spirited. But um, yeah, we're glad to have a chilled episode today. In fact, we had a very chill intro and we had a very chill, uh, very chill um, introduction, like like a welcoming, and the saying goodbye will also be be very chill. So please give it up for our own BC. We love him very much because I because he's ASMR such an awesome with the BC and ASD of Batman. We will be doing the outro now. Thank you, DC, for coming back for yet another episode. I am yes, really, I am really hoping we get to do another chill one soon, or we get to do another spirited one whenever we can. And I really we'll appreciate your time. Happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever happens will happen. We are Murphy's Law, folks. So thank you, BC, for coming on here again, and thank you, all listeners. Thank every single one of you for listening to this. Now. Uh, I just have to give you a sultry goodbye. So goodbye. 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 Oh, we don't say you are greatly appreciated. Thank you.